Yeah. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. Start I'm over, Rich. Start over. start over. Start over. Why? Start over. I was going slower this time. I know. Do it again. Welcome. Like lower? No, just no. do it again. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. <laughs> I'm Dolan. <laughs> <laughs> I realized last week I speed up every single time. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare traveling, craft beer drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Uh, Steve Seiner brought this beer back from a client visit uh, in uh, Asheville, North Carolina. Now, I looked at the labels at first. Mm-hmm. These some of the some of the brightest labels we've had, quite honestly. Yeah, it looks like graffiti slash tattoo art, mm-hmm. yeah, I would say. And I was confused. So if you look on the side of the can, it says brewed and canned by Hive Mind Brewing Company, Asheville, North Carolina. Oh. Okay. But then the brewery's name is actually Baram, Baramari. You got that? Brahm. Parmari? Brahmari? Oh. Brahmari? B H R A M A R I. Oh, interesting. Brahmari. Brahmari, yes. which means bee Brahmari. in Hindi and is the Hindu goddess of bees. Hmm. Huh. So it's going to be a little sweet? I, they wanted a bee theme. Okay. Okay. And so they originally wanted to name their brewery Hive Mind. And uh, they started looking. Uh-huh. And they realized there's a uh, brewery in Chicago called Forbidden Root that had a beer called Hive Mind. And so they called them. Oh. And they said, hey, we want to name our brewery this. And then they decided to not name their brewery this. Oh. So it oh. sounds like maybe the Forgotten Root was not... They said, forget uh, about it. Maybe. As they say. Maybe. That's what they did. <laughs> it's more New York than Chicago. Yeah, but man. You know, you never know. You never, what okay. part of Chicago? There could be a you know, very Italian I know a parts. guy that knows a guy. Right. Hmm. Give me a briefcase of mozzarella sticks and we'll make this go away i don't know i don't i think it was probably two briefcases and they said that's too much oh so mm. so they named it brahmari instead uh located at 101 south lexington lexington avenue in Asheville, north carolina uh open monday through thursday noon to nine friday and saturday 11 to 11 and sunday 11 to nine that's pretty good that's not bad uh, two different beers, a Neon Ghosts, a pale ale with hops of Mosaic and Eldorado. Yes. And Hecka, Hecka Nar. Hecka Nar. Hecka Nar. That's Hecka Nar. It's gnarly, man. <laughs> I guess. Hecka Which one? gnarly. It's, let's, it, let's go with this. Neon Ghost yeah. first. I, yeah. You know what? Okay. I like the Hecka Nar art, but the Neon Ghost, I think, is my favorite out of the two. It's very, like, uh, psychedelic looking. Very. Like, um... Like a black light poster. Yeah. Like, yeah, or like a kaleidoscope of eyeballs. Hmm. Actually, the, the neon ghost looks like it could be a tool cover. Yeah. It definitely does. Mm-hmm. It could be a tool. Like Who's that artist again? Alex something. Oh. He does all the tool art. Yeah. Daily yeah. would know. Yeah, Daily would be able to tell you. Oh, it's Sharon. I mean, yeah. he's been working with him since 86. And yeah. Which yeah, I actually I, think I, he has. I, mean, I know for a fact. Sharon <laughs> would know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, All right, found, so we'll go ahead. No, I was just say, founded in 2015, uh, originally going to be called Hive Mind, uh, and now they uh, they just they went with this Brahmari. Now they're not. So now they're not. So what was the year they founded? 2015. Okay. Uh, now I expect 
they wanted to stick with the bee theme for some reason. So are they using honey in their brewing or know. something? I don't know. I would. I'd expect maybe that's maybe that'll come. I would through. think if it if they were, that would definitely be on the can. Maybe. Uh, I know what is on the can. It says drink immediately. So I'm gonna follow that. Okay. okay yeah, we should that. right now. You know, there's a honey smell. I don't know if it's one of those effects where, like, I think it's honey, and so then I can smell it. Mm. Maybe kind of thing. I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, it's an IPA. Yeah. Hmm. It's, I'm, I'm going to do it again. Okay. It's a little, like, what, what do they call that? Metallic? A little bit. A little, yeah. A little like mute, when you muted. chew on your zipper, you know? Never done that. Really? No. You don't, you've never had that taste of metal in your... Penny. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like that. That happened when you have a stroke, too, isn't that? You, you taste metal or something? Smell bacon. Mm. I don't know what. <laughs> something like that. Toast. You smell toast. Oh. I love toast. Well, I, I'm a fan of this. I like Neon Ghost. Okay. It is a little... Yeah, I think you're right what you said, Dolan, but... Metallic. I like the... Um, in the middle, there's some good fruity sort of estery smells, which is good. Um, I wrote down some things about this place... I would like to go to Asheville. Yeah, me too. Um, I have not been there, but I would like to. They're, they're kind of a one of those, you know, they're kind of like the Denver, Boulder area of the East Coast. Mm. There's lots of breweries to be had in North Carolina. Actually, I think um, North Carolina considers itself to be like the brewery capital of the they might United be. States. Like there's more breweries per capita than anywhere else. In North Carolina? In North Carolina. I guess. Yeah. This, I don't know. Uh, what, what town was it? We did the beer, the, uh, it was called White Zombie. The Noda one? No, the oh. White Zombie oh. one. Yeah, had what the, was that? Had the... Was uh, it from Charlotte? Like, yeah, it was from Charlotte. Yeah, it was mm. from Charlotte. And Charlotte claimed that... Um, they were, they had more, it was like 59 breweries in one city. I went wow. to like seven of them in one day in Charlotte, yeah. so I believe yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And mm. I think Asheville has even more. I think so too. Potentially. I think so. that's where Wicked Weed is around. Isn't there mm. a Sierra Nevada around I think there there's a tap too? room there. Oh, yeah. no, that's interesting. Catawba Brewery. Catawba, yeah. That? It was that, it was that uh, the Whit Beer that we had. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. for Halloween. Did kind of yeah. like a spooky white zombie beer. Yeah, white zombie. Um, here's what I did just on this place. So they had awesome beer names, I thought, and I wrote down just some of my favorite ones. We've got two right now. Two of them are great. Um, this one's called "Don't Burn the River." Don't burn the river. So there's okay. that river in Ohio we talked about before mm-hmm. in Cincinnati. A couple weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. they, they made it fire. that because it's, I'm guessing, strong. It's a stout, imperial stout, but okay. it also has Buckeyes in it. You can cook with Buckeyes? I guess so. I've never, ever, ever, ever Wait. seen a beer with Buckeyes in what, it. What's Buckeyes? Buc- they're poison. It's, they're... it's kind of like an acorn. It's from a tree, a Buckeye mm-hmm. tree. Okay. They're round, mm-hmm. um, perfect, they're smooth, Okay. and they have like a reddish brown outside, and then there's like a circle on the inside. So if you've ever seen the Ohio State mascot, Bucky, oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. a Buckeye. His head. Oh. Is a bu- so I have a Buckeye tree in my yard. Oh, you do? Yes, those are cool. And there is nothing you can do with them. I thought we we pull them out of the yard every year, and I have like a a bucket mm-hmm. of Buckeyes. 
Um, maybe we need to talk to somebody. Maybe. Maybe they, we can do something they brew with that. With, they brew with this. So Steve yeah. Steve spent some time in Ohio. Steve mm-hmm. Ryan did. He yeah. went to school there after he lived in New York for a while. Uh, his mom claimed that she could make Buckeye butter. And then I asked with her. With oil, I bet. Yeah. I, yeah, and I asked her. And then she was like, nah, I don't think I want to do that. It's like, probably a lot of work. It's Probably. Because it's hard to break them open. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not something like a bird's going to mess with, you know? Mm-hmm. Pretty much they just fall off and maybe they'll sprout a tree. They're hard. They're hard. And they come in these weird, like, spiky pods. Mm-hmm. And then the pods break open and then the buckeye falls out. When I was at UNL, my freshman year, my very first semester, sign up for classes. And they didn't really tell you. I didn't get any guidance on here. This building is really far from this building yep. and you've only got 10 minutes in between that sort of stuff. Nobody gave me that. And I had a math class I had to take and uh, lucky for me, I signed it up on East campus. Okay. Well, that's, that's not even on the actual campus. So in the middle of the day, I had to run to my car, drive to East campus, which is like East Lincoln. Oh geez. And then take my class, get back in the car and drive all the way back downtown to the actual campus. Nobody oh. told me like, Hey, that's, that's not a good you idea. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. However, on East Campus, there's a lot of agriculture. That's kind of which, what East Campus is for in oh, here. Is that where the Backyard Farmer farmer Garden is? Maybe. Oh, yeah. Yes. I want to go there. And it also is where the McRib was created. No, that's not true. It is true. <laughs> it is definitely a thousand what? percent true. But they also have a ton of trees. Okay. And it's lined the sidewalks and it has plaques on all the trees. Mm. And one of the trees I walked by every day was a Buckeye tree. I'd never seen one before. Mm. And one day, there's one of those pods you're talking about. It was cracked open. I took it out. And I put it in my pocket. It was my lucky Buckeye. Hmm. And I just had it with me all the time. Hmm. And then that's it. That's all I know. Nice. I never did anything with it, but it was hard. It was like a rock. Oh, they're tough. I mean, and they're they're big. I mean, they're, mm-hmm. they're half dollar size probably. Oh, I mean, yeah, I think yeah. so. It's like a real hard peanut. Almost is what it seems like it would be, or an acorn. Mm-hmm. It's almost time for them to start falling out of the little pods. So I'll yeah. bring some in for you to see. They're interesting, but I, yeah. I thought yeah. they were poison. I didn't think you could do anything well, with them. Well, maybe there's a local brewery that would might want to make a small batch something. Maybe That's I'll, cool. I'll call them and see. Long, long way around it, I saw a beer with Buckeyes, and I thought, I'm writing this down. Lazy Rio. So lazy Rio, yeah, like okay. maybe the river. I don't know, but okay. it's their Mexican Vienna lager. So we've talked about many times before how the Germans went to Mexico, and mm-hmm. that's why this style of beer is what it is. So that's their Mexican lager, but it's Vienna style, so I a little sweeter. The like the the Rio Grand, like the mm-hmm. if that's a like a lazy part, you know. There's yeah, a, I don't know. Four point eight percent on that one. Mutilated pixels. Is a Doppelbach. Mutilated Pixels. Yeah. Nice. 9.1% on is this, the Doppelbach. Is this a metal brewery? Are they metal? <laughs> it didn't seem like it to me. Okay. It just seemed extreme. They made all sorts of different <laughs> styles of beer. How were they? Extreme. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, this beer is called Lost in Yesterday. Okay. Um, it's a double dry hopped farmhouse style IPA. So it's like a Brett almost, like funky. What? Uh, I wrote this one down because the can art was a gorilla playing the saxophone. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm down with that. 7.7. And then the last one. Wait, wait, what was that one called? That was the. Lost in Yesterday. That was Lost in Yesterday. Oh, Mm. interesting. And then this one is called Soggy Dollar. Soggy Dollar. And it's 
this I wrote it down right off their website. It's a painkiller inspired sour. Now I think that's a drink. Painkiller is a drink. Okay, yeah. not an actual narcotic. Hmm. But it's got coconut, orange, pineapple, vanilla, and nutmeg. Hmm. And it's nine dollars for a tall boy can like this, and it's six percent. Painkiller is two to four parts rum, four parts pineapple juice, one part cream of coconut, one part orange juice, sprinkled with nutmeg. That's it. So That's a they made a, they made bless you Gesundheit. They made a, a beer out of that drink. Oh, and it's called Soggy Dollar. Now yeah. why I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. But that I mean, this is the kind of place we're talking about. Remember when you were kids? When we were kids. I don't mm-hmm. know about Dolan necessarily. But you'd get the swimsuit that had like the little pocket on the mm-hmm. inside. And you would get either you'd get change or you would yeah. get a dollar. And you would fold it up real small and you would stick it in there. But then you would swim all day. Yep. And the dollar would get wet. Yeah. And then you would go like give it. Need to yeah. use the it. Snack right? shack, and maybe yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get your bag of Fritos or mm-hmm. whatever it was. Yeah. Our, our thing at our, our pool. I, I would do the same thing. But mm-hmm. thing at our pool was uh, they call them Bosco sticks. It's like a giant breadstick filled with cheese and they give you a marinara sauce. Oh. Yeah. Man, we, we lived for Bosco sticks. We were like, why is it called a Bosco, Bosco stick? I have no idea. Bosco stick. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> Where was that? Um, it was Columbus? Columbus. Yeah. Pawnee Plunge. Really? Yep. Yeah. That place has not changed since I've been a kid. Like oh. same slides still and everything. still have Bosco sticks? I don't know. You'll have to check it out. I'll have you to check it know. out. But yeah, we used to get Bosco sticks on the a la carte in high school too. I'm, I'm, maybe it's just a local thing. I don't maybe. know. I've never heard of it. Yeah. They were I love great. a mozzarella stick. Yeah. I, well, yeah. Oh, but it was like, it's more like a... A bread, like a <laughs> cheesy breadstick. Yeah. Like, like if Olive Garden's breadsticks had just a lot of cheese in them whoa yeah I'd sit there all day yeah, yeah no kidding yeah. great unlimited mm. uh, unlimited yeah. limit you get a bag unlimited? full of two and they were covered in parmesan cheese what that cost you i can't remember, like a dollar two dollars soggy dollars that's a steal yeah steal all day it was great and then if you wanted the nacho cheese instead of the the marinara sauce which we would do it was just an extra 50 cents huh. i just feel like this yeah. isn't exactly swimming pool food. I, I'm just saying, like, I don't know right. that I would eat two of those and oh, then be man. like, oh, I can't wait to jump in the pool. Right. We'd go right when the water park opened. So and then, full of bread. Yeah. And cheese. <laughs> rich <laughs> cheese and it's 100 oh, yeah. degrees out. We'd get so sunburnt and then we'd just eat Bosco sticks. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, that's living the life. That's summertime, man. man. Yeah. Living the life. Um, merchandise. They mm-hmm. had cool stuff. I checked it out because I liked their can art. So right. they had a big, like... Oktoberfest style mug yes like a big glass handle but yeah. it was a real tall and skinny oh. so maybe for like more like a wit style beer okay but that was 12 bucks they had leather koozies oh which oh, i've yeah. never really seen mm. got one of those do you does mm-hmm. it soak up the water good or i mean it works okay that's, yeah that's a, yeah. all the endorsement we need they had a hammock oh. like a branded hammock um they had some socks with their label on them they were like look like compression style socks they had a lunchbox cooler, and they have um, a beer that they called Live, Laugh, Love, <laughs> and it's an IPA, yes. and they had the can art on a shirt. Um, they had pride shirts. They had specific shirts for women. They had leather patch hats. They must have a deal with like a local leather smith or something, because oh. a lot mm-hmm. of their stuff had leather, and they had a branded flannel shirt, which is kind of cool. Mm, nice. Um, I got one of those recently from my sister from Colorado, and those are spendy too. So uh, it looked like nice, it was like nice stuff. I know how you're a fan of nice products. 
I like nice products. Yeah, yeah. and that's what these things were. Well made. Mm-hmm. Well made. Yep. Something you'll use or you're proud to wear, that, that type of thing. Um, food. They have food. Uh, and they're open. The restaurant-ish part mm-hmm. is four to... Uh, whenever, oh, I guess it's this. Whenever they open till yep. four o'clock and then they're like an hour off, which uh, I've seen like some Chinese restaurants do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they open again at five and then it goes till nine or 10, depending on how busy it is. They have yeah. a lunch and a dinner. Mm-hmm. Kind of, okay, a, interesting. A lot of buffet style restaurants that do, do that, that just because they have to maintain the food temps, the and cleanliness and, you know, food goes mm. bad after four hours or something like that. You yeah. know what? Yes, I will thank the pandemic for this. I I I didn't really like going to buffets in the first place. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll never go to a buffet again. Yeah, it's not my no. thing. Either. I haven't been back to uh-uh. a buffet ever. No, yeah. when not I was my... younger, we used to go to the Chinese buffet all the time. Like that was the spot right after middle school. We'd just walk up and just yeah, that's house a bunch of crab rangoons and <laughs> yeah, and then the ice cream afterwards, Orange chicken. Yeah, yeah. we had, uh, we, had we walked to the skate park in Concordia. <laughs> we would have eating contests. This was in college. And so the buffet was like once a week, like on a Friday or whatever. Uh-huh. So we would all go. And that was, you got one. We had, everything had a point system. So like chicken leg was one point. Chicken breast was two points. Uh, salad wow. was half a point. Like, and there was a whole point system. Was this the same crew that had the football tournament? Absolutely. That sounds <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, that's us. Competition. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I don't know everything's a race, Brian. When I worked at State Farm uh, in the claims office here in Omaha, we would go out for lunch quite frequently Mm -hmm. and there's you know a bunch of us were big dudes and we had a uh like a lunch club okay and we called it the fat club which was (laughs) feasting around town (laughs) and a lot of the places we would hit was you know buffets Mm -hmm. and there was one time we went to this local chinese buffet and they saw us coming and they were like oh no no yeah they were like oh and they turned around and they like went to the back kitchen and what? We made him pay for it. Wow. And, uh, yeah. You it hit was, him hard. It was hard to go back to work on those days. Mm-hmm. It felt real gross. Yeah. Didn't get a lot of you know, claims settled that day, but <laughs> we did have the fat club, the feasting around town. So I felt like a little bit a part of something back mm. in the day. You just opened the Hecka Nar. Hecka Nar. Juicy, hazy IPA, it says. It is, is kind of. It says yeah. that. Yeah, yeah kind of. Melon and orange is what we're supposed to be picking up there. Very melon. Yeah. Mm. Very. Oh, don't. I haven't got yeah. any yet either. Uh, thin-bodied, aromatic, citra, comet hop, which we don't see very often. Centennial and CTZ. So that's... CTZ. Yeah. That's one of those hops that kind of new that doesn't even really have a mm. name name. Yep. Nine bucks a single can for this that was nine dollars for that what can. It says. here's the thing uh, go ahead and go ahead and finish what you got there i what you just described right there is exactly how it tastes it is melon it is thin it is it's exactly because at first i tried it i'm like well that's a little thin i don't know but if that's what they're going for like that's what they want yeah yeah it, it is. is it's very thin and melony i mean it it reminds me of um yeah when you get the mixed melon you know, mm-hmm. stuff from the grocery store. It's got the honeydew, the cantaloupe, and the mm-hmm. and the watermelon. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of kind of honeydewy. Kind of honeydewy. Honeydewy. That's a fruit you don't see in beer. I've never seen a honeydew. I just don't think you can we, impart that flavor, can we you? We had a honeydew. Did we? Adjunct once, didn't we? I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe I did on my own time. But I remember thinking, "Wow, honeydew mm. in a beer. This is awesome." Yeah, mm. honeydew is my favorite of the three. I like that. 
I just yeah. don't. I don't think you can get that flavor through. Quite honest, I just had this conversation yeah. again about watermelon. That like it is so hard to get watermelon flavor to come through in Which beer. You just pack it with sugar. Yes. Yeah. And then it's just candy mm-hmm. watermelon at that point. It's mm-hmm. not like like awesome fresh. The best watermelon beer I ever had was in San Francisco. Okay. And it was at Twenty First Amendment Brewing. It was right outside of the ballpark there. Okay. And it was a wheat watermelon wheat beer. And it was the only time I've ever seen, I got a big pint glass of it for lunch, and it came with a huge slice of watermelon on the glass itself. Wow. Like you see like a lemon or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it was just like a quarter cut of a big slice of watermelon on the cup. And it has watermelon for days. Wow. That's not a beer we can get here. Yeah. They do can it. You can get it in Colorado, I think. Hmm. Um, But if you're looking for a watermelon beer that tastes like, it's like the rind part of the watermelon. Okay. Like the very end when you're getting to the, should Mm -hmm. I stop, should I not? Oh, you know, yeah. when you're thinking mm-hmm. of that, that's the flavor that you get. Mm. And that's my favorite part of the watermelon. That's so. a question. Did you guys stop at the rind or did you go? Eat the rind? No. I mean, save that for the pigs on the farm. Like, like yeah, as soon the as white starts, part. As soon as it starts turning white, I don't eat it. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I devoured it as a kid. Huh. I kind of looked forward to it. Well, if you like, if honeydew is your favorite melon, I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's the flavor of it, right? I mean, it's a kind very of, yeah. similar flavor. Yeah. It's, sour, like, it's more sour. Yeah. It's like the. Brenner toner was out, just got to the end, and was like, no, we're fading. Now we're white. Yep. And that's where I was like, no, no thanks. How not do you feel me. about the cantaloupe? Do you like the cantaloupe? No, not no, a fan. That's my no. least. Yeah. Yeah. My that, wife that gets left loves over. it. Loves uh, it. Really? I got to buy cantaloupe for her all the time. I'm the one that ends up cutting it up for her. And uh-huh. you would think after a while, like, I would get used to eating some of it. And I try. I take little pieces. Like, no. 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 Uh, it tastes like no. moldy, musky. Yeah. I don't, it does have that You remember when, when cantaloupe was like, oh, don't eat it. There's something wrong with oh, all the cantaloupes. It, yeah. It had uh, it, listeria uh, or something. Something, yeah. 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 Well, it's gross. You shouldn't eat it anyway. So. Right. There's a huge produce stand by our house. And uh, the other day they had big signs up, free cantaloupe. Did Damn. you see that? <laughs> when you leave Warner Park, uh-huh. it says free cantaloupe and it points yeah. towards your house. That's that one. Yeah. yeah. So I guess if you like cantaloupe and you're around and you can hear it. Yeah. If you, you got good you sweet one. corn, I'll come get some sweet corn from you and then get uh, some free we cantaloupes. Just, we just got a huge bag of sweet corn. Yeah. Um, like excited. Mm. For yeah. you uh, non-Midwesterners. That this is sweet corn time right now. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it is time. The last thing I'll say about this, okay, and then before we get into this yep. amazing story, have you seen the video of Corn Kid? No. Corner Kid. Corn Kid. Corn, oh, corn kid. kid. Yeah. No. no. All right. I'll send it to you guys later. But it's there's this Instagram. He might be on TikTok, but I'm too old for TikTok, so I have Instagram. <laughs> And it's this uh, account that's called Recess Therapy. And okay. it's this guy that goes around and just interviews kids. Okay. Mm-hmm. And one of the kids that he's talked to before uh, was really into, like, um, Komodo dragons. And he kind of, like, <laughs> went uh-huh. viral for a while because he knew everything <laughs> about Komodo dragons. <laughs> so it's just kids talking about kids stuff, right? Yeah. So they go to this, look like a fair, and there's this little kid, and he's eating almost looks like an elote, but it's just straight, just corn on the cob with some flavor on it. Okay. So there's okay. not the extra stuff, right? No. Mm. And he's missing teeth because he's like seven or whatever, you know? So mm-hmm. he's housing this corn and he's just talking about how much he loves corn. <laughs> but he's got, because he's a kid, he says, it's like, corn. I, like, I love corn. <laughs> just talking about corn. <laughs> and he makes, he says, uh, at the end of the interview, he says something like, I hope you have a corn-tastic day. <laughs> and the interviewer guy's like, Corn-tastic. And the kid says, yeah, it's just a pun about corn. 
And I'm like, oh my gosh. And he's now he's blowing up. He's on, all these celebrities are posting this video and and he's just like the ambassador for sweet corn right now. Oh my god! So I will send you corn kid. It's amazing. Oh, he's man. so cute. And that's Absolutely. all I got to say about corn. All right. I love when, when kids get interviewed on like local news stations. Mm-hmm. You guys ever seen the one where they're at the, the carnival and oh, they're interviewing the, the kid? I love turtles kid? No. Oh, that one's great. Mm-hmm. And they're like, have you ever been on this ride? And he goes, well, apparently I have never been on this ride mm-hmm. before, but apparently it's <laughs> like fun one. and stuff. And apparently I can't get myself some ice cream because apparently my parents <laughs> can't give me like a dollar apparently he says it like <laughs> yeah i have seen that <laughs> kids are the best yeah mm. i love it yep so 180 degree turn from that from <laughs> kids and corn yep we're yeah. going to talk about bees and honey Ooh, good well it means something to them clearly so for me i really like corn what do you like about corn it's cold Bramari. That's how I'm going to pronounce it. Bramari. Bramari. I believe that's right. Um, we talked about it was Hindu, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. the language itself is Sanskrit. Sanskrit. And she is the goddess of the bees. She's always depicted um, with her hands out in any sort of picture you'll see of her. Okay. And she's going to have bees and wasps coming out of her hands. Oh. She like shoots bees from uh-huh. her hands? And I'm going to tell you why. Oh, geez. So this is, when I was reading this... Doing this research, I was like, this is a culture and a, and a uh, religion that I know nothing about. Mm-mm. So this was brand new to me. Somebody must know about it at the brewery because it's on that can right there. Yeah. Um, but I'm just going to kind of go through the story of who she is and why she's famous and maybe why they've latched onto this name. Uh, and there's going to be some words that I don't know how to pronounce. So we're mm-hmm. just going to we'll try as hard as Rich does on this. We'll forgive you ahead Belgian of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, here's the story. Um, back in the day, there was this city, and it was full of demons. It was kind of like the underworld. Okay. And the most powerful demon that lived there, his name was Arun Asura. So, he's like the baddest bad dude. Arun Nasura. Nasura, okay. And he wants, his, his thing is he wants to get up to where the gods are, because he feels like he shouldn't be down here. Okay. So, we're, you know, it's kind of like the whole Zeus, Poseidon you know, Hades sort of fight. Right. Just in a different culture. Mm. So he was given this gift by the gods before he was put here uh, that made it virtually impossible for anything that had two or four legs to hurt him. So he could not be killed by any man or, or, beast. or beast, basically. Wow. Right. So he's, he's tough. No okay. one can take him down. Yeah. And he starts deciding he wants to, he wants to go up and take over the heavens or the, mm-hmm. where the gods are and he calls all the demons together and they're in the town that they're from and he's like we're gonna go fight these dudes and we're gonna win and they go and they have these battles on the sun on the moon on this like local holy lake that is supposed to be protected in a house uh, where some gods live mm. and they dislodged all of the gods out they, they kicked them out wow they win. They take over. Wow. And the gods are like, oh my gosh, wh- what are we going to do? We can't beat them because humans and animals can't, can't beat them. And we are two-legged 
gods or whatever because right. you know the gods are created the way the people look or whatever so yep what are we gonna do and somebody's like hey i have an idea what about things that have six and eight legs oh like mm, that's a we hadn't thought of that. Mm. that that'd be like insects and things you know arachnids and, and whatnot who are we gonna get to do this and this uh this gal shows up and she's like I, i'll handle that for you she's gonna do the battle so that's her She's wow. the queen of the bees or whatever, right? Okay. So they kind of trick the demons to come down and have this big battle. And she, with the help of the gods that have been displaced, mm -hmm. gets really big in size. So she like grows super big. Wow. And it gets all of these critters to come with her. And they like attach to her body. So she's just like a huge insect i guess is the best way to put it okay um she's protected by this these bugs their exoskeletons are hard right and there's so many of them on mm. that the demons and their weapons can't penetrate her they can't kill her she's protected just like this other demon is protected okay so here's some of the bugs i'm just going to call them bugs insects sure that she's in charge of or have helped her in this battle there's bees hornets wasps flies termites mosquitoes and spiders they just come out of the earth and attach to her get super big have this big battle jeez wow so by the time she slays all the demons there's one guy left and it's arunasur yeah and she's like uh oh well i'm out of here so she shrinks back down runs off of the battlefield and all of her insects just go after this guy oh and because he doesn't have the protection from these sorts of things, yeah, they win. They just take them over. It's like a horror movie. He's just covered oh, up in bugs and man. spiders, and and they rip them open, and he's done. Yeah, and he's he's defeated. And the gods get to go back to their places where they were ruling and in charge. Yep, and she's like immortalized and the queen of the the insects of the bees, and she's basically a holy person at this point. Okay, so she's the one that helped defeat this demon and give the country back to the gods the rightful people and uh then she went back to just her normal hmm. her normal thing but that's why um that's her name yeah um when she was when she grew and was like fighting all of them they called her brahmar devi so oh like like yeah okay so that was like you know her superhero name or whatever yeah. hmm. uh, and then when she went back to normal she was just back to Brahmari. So I think it'd be like Mecca Brahmari. <laughs> I don't know that they knew about that <laughs> when these stories were written, yeah. but if it was now, she definitely would be something like that. Yeah, maybe something like that. Yeah. So if you go on their website, mm -hmm. which I looked around, there was definitely bees and hives and everything mm -hmm. had bee stuff on it. Yep. That's not a story I'd ever heard before. That's not a word I'd ever seen before, but maybe that's a cultural thing. Yeah. But also that seems weird for me to be in Asheville, North Carolina. Somebody must have turned them on to something yeah, related something. to that. Well, so I, I read on the website that, and there were no, it might have been an article that. So they wanted they wanted to be called Hive Mind, right? That mm -hmm. was their that was their thing. Obviously, they couldn't do that because of the forbidden mm -hmm. root, whatever brewery. Uh, so they looked up two thousand other names. They went through two thousand other names, but wow. for whatever reason, they wanted it to be very bee related. 
Hmm. And so then they landed on this one on Bramari, and yeah. and that was they no one had that yet. So that's what they landed on. I I can see why because of that. So um, it's interesting because in the same area that all of this is coming from, the the honeybees there actually are known for kind of like the hive mind um, type type thing so like there's asian killer wasps right that will try to oh yeah take over these asian honeybees like hives and stuff and all of the um honeybees will come together right like they'll all come together and they'll wrap around this wasp and they'll vibrate like really really fast yeah and then it'll It'll basically heat up that wasp. It's like a microwave. It kills it. Yeah. What? Yeah. They heat up the wasp and and this hornet. I guess it's, it's more of a hornet, right? The killer hornet I think or whatever. So, yeah. Um, it'll heat up and, and die, and then the uh, the bees will dispose of the body and and whatever the 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 wasp and everything. So it's it's funny, like maybe like what is happening there with, um, bra. Bramari is mm-hmm. like that's like a real thing that happens in nature. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. I, I gotta tell you, I mean, I, I see the usefulness of bees. I, I appreciate the usefulness of spiders when mm-hmm. they're outside, not inside, yeah. obviously, yeah. but outside. <laughs> All the rest of those you, you named are just are, are just evil. Mosquitoes, termites, termites. Mm-hmm. mosquitoes, most deadly creature in the world, according to Oscar. Right. No, I think he's right. Right. Most annoying too. They, they kill the most people. Yeah. yeah. What? Oh, second most. Second, deadly. sorry, second, second most. Deadly. Second most. Oh. What's first? The Florida Lance. What? The Florida Lance. Oh, the Florida oh, Lance. Oh, the Florida Lance. Yeah, oh. you're right. That's the most deadly. Interesting. Man, that's some good information. Good that's thing some good here. research, Oscar. Mm-hmm. That's really yeah, good. thank you, Oscar. Yeah, interesting. So that's yeah, that's what I know about it. Now, what the connection is to that brewery, other than you said it, they wanted it to be bee related. Bee related. Like lands on mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But if you've ever, yeah, if you've ever seen a picture of a lady dressed like in a, a wrap with bees coming out of her hand, that's who she is, and she's killing mm. the world's worst demon. I gotta tell you, that's 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 a thing for my nightmares. A, a woman that shoots bees and wasps mm-hmm. from her hands. Wasn't that in the Candyman movie? Oh, Open I'm his sure mouth it was. And the bees oh, came out. bees came out. Yeah, yeah, mm, that's true. Okay, the last thing I've got about this before we move on to TripAdvisor is the uh, the can art on Hekinar. Okay. Does this look familiar at all to you? Um, no, but it kind of mm. looks like it could be like maybe Grateful Dead art or something. It, it looks like a riff on the Ripper logo, the old skateboard, Pal Peralta, the old uh, the skull... Mm-hmm. The, the skeleton like ripping through the I know you've seen oh, it. Yeah. It's a yeah. very popular image from I mean, it, 80s it, skateboarding. It tracks with the name of the beer. Hecka. You know, yeah. gnar, mm. gnarly stuff is mm-hmm. cool. So, yeah. I, I, mean, I, I, don't, I wouldn't be surprised if that was some sort of inspiration for me. I bet. Yeah, there you go. Uh, okay, here's this is fun. Trip Advisor. I found two bad ones. Oh. One, one's a little bit long. But it's it's just kind of a commentary on on people that didn't appreciate what happened during the pandemic, oh, or that so. how places had to adjust and and uh, and and change how they do things probably like to survive, exactly. to keep the company alive, to just do crazy stuff every <sighs> on week. So many levels, yes, yeah. yeah. So it's called too many rules. Awkward. <sighs> 
It's by someone named Great Food. Great Food. G-R-T-F-O-O-D. Uh, this Great Food, don't know if it's a he or she, doesn't matter, mm-hmm. uh, gave it a one out of five. Terrible review. Now, I went and looked at Great Food's other reviews. Uh-huh. 96 total reviews on TripAdvisor. So this person likes to really, uh-huh. likes to go places. They like Great Food, I guess. Yeah. Uh, 21 of them are listed terrible, though. Oh. Uh, terrible. Maybe they're just a bad choice maker. Well, maybe that's it. Or maybe yeah. they have unrealistic expectations. It sounds like what we're getting into here. Here we go. Walked in, scanned the QR code, awkward placement, so you can be ready to order. Okay, first off, duh. I mean, this, this like, is everywhere. Like, yeah, that's what people do now. Yep. This was uh, April of 2022. This isn't even like early pandemic. This, this is, is fresh. Wow. Yeah, yeah wow. exactly. Which, I'll be honest, if I can scan a QR code and see an, a, 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 an up-to-date list of beers and yeah, food, we'll take that. that's exactly what I want. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I don't want to touch a menu because... Right now, no. No, no. Uh, a list of rules to follow. No meanies. 15% added to each check. Inside brewery area still closed. Host told us what table to sit at. It was in full sun, so we asked if we could sit somewhere else. He sighed and rolled his eyes. We'll find you and bring you your beer, exclamation point. Well, have you not been to a restaurant? Well, now I mean, they seat you. I mean, yeah. they, they tell you where to sit Usually every time. Usually it's because, you know, X waiter has this many tables and somebody else gets the next one. And Right. It's... It, not as random as you think it is that's exactly right Mm. yikes exclamation point how about being user-friendly question mark maybe tape a list of beers that are on tap with the rule sign yeah don't use the qr code with the updated updated list you want to you just want an old haphazard list taped okay whatever print the paper 15 percent added turned us off We've been tipping 25% since business opened back up. Uh-huh. Tried one beer and left, walked over to Twin Leaf where they were greet where we were greeted kindly and didn't see a single rule posted. No meanies. No meanies. You know what? That's fine. That's I don't fine. want your business. Yeah. Uh, okay, here's the second one. This okay. one's awesome. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to They actually responded to this one. Oh, they did. Yeah. So that's how bad it was. Yeah, okay. That's exactly right. I like these. Because they assume one thing, mm-hmm. and then they actually, then they responded with quite the opposite. And you know, it's, how, it's so funny when, especially breweries, respond to these, because it's like, mm-hmm. you know what? Actually, what you did was super terrible and rude, yeah. and you're not allowed back here. Yes. Okay, I can't wait. All right, here we go. We were denied service. No. Okay? We were denied service. If you're denied service. You're probably wasted. <laughs> There's something. Ding, yeah. ding, ding. Yes. Ah. All right, here we go. We were denied service. We cannot figure out a reason, except for the fact that my spouse had a Trump 2020 hat on. Okay. Yeah. Here's what. Here's how they responded. That was the whole thing. That All was right. their. That was their review. Yeah. One out of five. Terrible. Okay. Here's their response. Sorry to hear about your experience. It is not our practice to deny a customer service unless they don't have proper ID or they are intoxicated. If you feel there was another issue at hand, please email us. Mm. They were hammered. Yeah. A hundred percent. They were hammered. Oh yeah. And then they were probably belligerent. Yeah. On top of that, too. So they probably posted that when they were hammered. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yep. <sighs> Dull. I couldn't decide which one was better. I just well, couldn't decide. So we had to. Either way, I don't want to hang out with either of those people. I don't. No. Mm, nah. <laughs> no. Nah. All right. Uh, I, I got to do these on the fly uh, for Untap because okay. I forgot the beer names when I was oh, doing my okay. research. So let's go Heck and Nar first. Heck and Nar. 
Pekanar. All right, here we go. 722 check-ins. Okay. Where do you think we land on Hekinar? 3.62. 373. 3.82. Huh. 3.82. Uh, you know what? That's a four. That okay. is a very easy drinker. It's exactly how they explained it. Uh, yeah. I definitely liked the Hekinar over the other one. The I Neon think. Ghost? Yeah, I the did Neon too. Ghost. I did too. Okay. Yeah. I think I would choose Hekinar. Which is interesting because Neon Ghost... 10,800 check-ins. Ah, Considerably so more. Must be more of their, one of their standard staple beers. I guess mm-hmm. so. Where do you think we land on Neon Ghosts? Uh, let's go 368. Let's go 378. 395. Wow. Right? That's way higher than I thought. Way yeah. higher. On 10,000 check-ins. That's higher than this one? Yeah. Almost a four? Yeah. Yeah. Shocking. But both are high. Um, I mean, they were both really good, you know? Oh, I, yeah. I think I just like the lightness and the... The melanie, the melanie, yeah. yeah, of the other one. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. me too. Yeah. I would like to try. I would really like to try these on tap. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I think the can hurt us on that one. So I wonder on the Heckinar if if it was on tap, if the melanie flavor would come through more. Probably, you, I, you I think, bet it would. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. I'm just glad to get them because this is some of these beers we do. You're just like, there's no way you'd ever get this unless you were. <laughs> At this one street in mm-hmm. Asheville, North Carolina. Full disclosure, I'm just now seeing the front of the can of the Heckinar. Yeah. And uh, the whole time I thought it was Heckinar. Heckin? Oh. No, Heckinar. Okay. Got it. Now he's that's clicked in. Now. Yep. I was that like like really good, right? Like that's yeah. really yeah. gnarly. Like mm-hmm. that's okay. See, Heck I still got. It. I still skateboard, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they must, the, the eyeball thing, that's a, isn't that like a Hindu thing? Must be Bird a Hindu eye, thing yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Yep. must be. Uh, okay, so as I take my last little drink there of that, of, of that IPA, mm-hmm. I think ahead to where we're going. Mm, uh, where it, are we going? Oktoberfest oh. is just around the corner. Yeah. Leader yeah. Ozen. Oktoberfest. Pumpkin beers. You might have, uh, some guests coming oh, in. Yeah. Maybe. Excellent. Yeah. Any pumpkin macchiatos? With Ugg boots? No, but, oh, maybe. but but I did buy a pair of Ugg boots. <gasps> Excellent. Please wear them. Yeah. You're yeah, so, no, no, so I, basic. Uh, oh. I, I, I definitely Brady. didn't buy them for me. So. Uh, oh, yeah. you didn't say that part. Boo. No, but, but well, I did wear buy them anyway. Yeah. yeah. We'll see what they look like. Uh, we plan on having a crossover episode with our other podcast, Healthcare Horrors. Yeah, that's coming. That'll be around Halloween. Halloween time. Yeah. So Healthcare yeah. Horrors will be here with us drinking a pumpkin beer for Halloween, and then mm-hmm. we will be on their podcast uh, coming up here. Can not we? Too. Can we do that? I think we I can think do so. whatever we want. Oh, right? all right. Oh, yeah. Sounds good. Here's yeah. what I do know: Let's do it. on both of them, there will be beers involved. Yeah. Okay. It's for weird sure. for me because I, I have I have a personality here and I have a personality there. So. Oh, so we're going to see two oh. different dolls. I'm going to have to split, split myself. That's spooky. Yeah. Oh. Is that like relationship George and single <laughs> uh-huh. George? That's right. Those, they can't cross, yeah. they can't meet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, relationship on, on healthcare George. horrors, I'm just on the knobs. I'm just there. Oh. You know, oh. here I actually participate. Mm. So mm. it'll be interesting. We'll pull it out of you. Don't yeah, worry. We'll, see, oh, yeah. we'll see how it goes. Yeah. So, all right. Well, join us here over the next two months for Oktoberfests and Dunkles and pumpkin beers and everything yeah. fall has to offer, even though mm-hmm. it's still 100 degrees outside. Yeah. Like Brian said to me this weekend, 
It's 100 degrees outside. Of course, Rich is drinking an Oktoberfest beer. Yep, that's right. <laughs> so until then, we're not going anywhere for a while. Let's have another beer. A heck of nar beer. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing. <laughs>